Hi, I'm Justin Boyd. Hi, I'm, I'm back from surgery. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, I'm Cooper Conqueror. And we are the Watchers in the Basement. Welcome to the Watchers in the Basement. We are here today to discuss the final trailer, I believe, for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. The trailer dropped last night during that thrilling national championship game between Georgia <laughs> and TCU. Wow, what a man. What a brutal game. The fact that they made us wait until the fourth quarter for that trailer. <laughs> not sure what the purpose of that was. Uh but I didn't I didn't watch it, but I heard lots of stories on social media and damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I gotta hear the not safe for work uh prep pep rally talk by uh by Mr. Kirby Smart. That shit was funny. I see why they scored 70 on the ass. That shit oh had to put pads on and get back on the field. Yeah, wow. it, it was a it was a tough game, but uh, the trailer was worth the wait. I think. Uh, okay. not, be- not before we get into like uh, you know spoilery things about the trailer, but what were like the overall thoughts of the trailer, Brittany? Well, quick shout out to our friends in the UK, Nick and Claire, aka Walking with the Woods. Appreciate y'all being here. I know it's pretty late over there. Thanks for being here again. Uh, so overall, with the trailer, I thought it was pretty jam-packed with action like my goodness it was so much to try to absorb and just like one sit through so naturally one has to watch it several times and for someone who's not really a huge ant-man fan i am solely here for kang i am solely here for jonathan majors frank i think you said it in our, our group chat offline that this is the year for Jonathan Majors and goddamn it motherfucking will be. And I think this is going to be an amazing start off for the year for him. It looks like his workout crossover from Creed three is in, is in this uh, movie as well. He looks jacked. He looks jacked in his suit. Like, I think he like Superman stomped uh, Ant-Man that trailer in the face. He looked jacked then. Like he's jacked, bro. Like I, I can't wait to see him perform this movie. Like, um, I like Thanos, but I love this man's depiction of Kang, and I haven't even seen the movie yet. So um, this Boy, might be the year of Jonathan Majors, man, with his movies that he's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Justin, what were your overall thoughts on the trailer? I thought it looked fantastic. I think it, um, you know, we've had a little bit of a break from the MCU. We haven't had anything since Guardians Holiday Special. So it's been a little while, and we still have another month to go until the movie comes out. But uh, yeah, it's, it looks really good. Looks like there's some real stakes involved. They're to me, it looks like they're really setting up. You know, it's the first movie of Phase Five, so it looks like they're really, you know, establishing the next big bad right off the bat. And uh, yeah, it looks it looks amazing. Honestly, I thought I was blown away. I mean, I'm, I mean, we're gonna go see all these movies anyway because this is what we do. This is what we talk about. This is what we like to do. But uh, I'm more excited now to see this movie than I was before I saw the trailer. So, Brittany, yeah. if you wouldn't mind, let's let's take a look at the uh, the posters for this uh, movie. They've released three posters. Yep, they're all all pretty cool. Here's one. The first one features uh, Kang holding uh, Ant Man and his crew in his in his hand. But that was a good look. Yeah, it's a it's a really great like focal point of just seeing how small Ant Man and Wasp are in like the midst that is Kang. I mean Kang. I mean, Kang's going to be the big bad in this whole, you know, saga, right? So it's 
it's a great conceptual visualization of just how minuscule everything is in the world of Kang. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Fantastic. Yeah, the second poster, I, I like that one too. It's a nice touch. Shows uh, you got Ant Man and the Wasp there, and uh, I think you got Cassie there. Cassie laying on the far right right hand side with uh, Kang in the background. That's kind of a cool look. Mm-hmm. And then they released one more, like right before the trailer came out last night. This is like the typical Marvel with like all the characters, and um, anyway, I thought that's kind of cool. So the movie opens on february 17th which that's a big day this year because that's michael jordan's 60th birthday Can you believe michael jordan's gonna be 60 on Never february, yeah february 17th mj's 60th birthday wow the movie is reportedly gonna have a runtime of two hours and five minutes so i like that i like these short run times that's a good runtime it's actually the longest ant-man movie though but uh two hours five minutes i can i can sit through that a couple of times no problem what do y'all think about the runtime uh, Frank, what do you think about the runtime? Um, you know, I'm so accustomed with long Marvel movies, as long as, as long as they're good. So, I mean, I don't mind about the yeah. runtime. I mean, if it's if it's two hours long, that's fine. As long as it tells a story and it, it doesn't feel like I'm being cheated of a of a quality story. But um, I mean, I've seen short runtimes that were horrible movies too. So, um, I don't think this would be a bad movie at all. Uh, that they, they're setting it up to be. Uh, a great kickoff to this Marvel um, phase. But w- what I will say is that if Kane's going to be the, the big bad villain in this, it's going to be interesting because I know with, with, I don't know which phase Thanos was in, but it took a few movies for Thanos to like actually show up and speak. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see Kang show up in the, in the very first uh, part of this phase. And we're probably going to see him through probably, yeah, through the Kang dynasty of Avengers. So we're talking about what four more years of Kang. So it's going to be interesting to see how how involved he is going to be in, the, in these next few superhero flicks. Four more years. Four <laughs> more years. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. Oh no! Good? I mean, all I was going to say about runtime is like I'm a big fan of of short runtimes. But to echo what Frank was saying, as long as they tell a good quality story and they don't cut corners, the plot line flows well that's really all that matters to me just tell a good story in whatever time frame you feel is necessary let's not put in fluff just because we want to and because we have the budget to do so just make it a good quality story yep once again so the movie stars paul rudd is, is scott lang slash ant-man you got the uh, evangeline lily coming back as hope van dyne michael douglas is back as hank pym Michelle Pfeiffer is Janet Van Dyne. You have a we have our third actress to play Cassie Lang. We had Catherine Newton will be playing the, I would guess teenage to call like college age uh, version of uh, Cassie. As y'all mentioned before, Jonathan Majors is playing Kane the Conqueror, and Bill Murray has a undisclosed uh, role. As, he's some kind of villain. We're going to see him. He wasn't in this trailer, but he was in the first trailer that came out in October. And also, there's a character in this trailer, a villain that we'll get to in a little bit that uh, is not being credited yet, but I but I know who the actor is, so we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But you're uh, the a big mo- fan. I like you're I big, like the villain. You're yeah, a big I like fan the villain. Of the villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this movie, once again, directed by Peyton Reed, he directed the first Ant Man, which came out in 2015, and he directed Ant Man and the Wasp in 20. Uh, I'm sorry, the first one came out in 2015. The second one came out in 2018. Uh, he recently was uh, in an interview I read. He mentioned how uh, 
the first two Ant-Man movies were both kind of like palate cleansers because they both followed Avengers movies. Ant-Man 1 was directly after Infinity War. I mean, I'm sorry, was after Age of Ultron. And Ant-Man 2 was after Infinity War. And he was talking about how, you know, he was hoping this would be more of like an Avengers level movie. And it seems like it's going to be. Uh, what do you think about that, Brittany? Just like the scope of the movie it looks bigger than the Ant-Man movies. Yeah, that's absolutely for sure. I mean, not only because the fact that we're going into like this quantum realm bit that Hope's mom was in for however many years, I can't even remember how many years she was in there, but the magnitude of the scenes, the sets, and everything that they're going to endure uh, during this this movie is incredible. It's one, it's incredible looking. Um, but wow, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that was great. Uh, help me along here, Justin. I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, uh, we're talking about how the scope of it, for, Frank, mm-hmm. it looks like this is like, I mean, I don't know that we're going to get Avengers in this movie besides mm-hmm. Scott Lang, but it seems like this is an Avengers level kind of threat, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's He's going to be in like a bunch more movies you have a you have a avengers titled movie called king dynasty so right he's definitely going to be a a, a, not just a universal threat but a a intergalactic threat um i think i can't remember what what was at comic-con last year but it was um the the title of this phase was called the multiverse phase and you kind of saw like the 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 intro to that with loki and and um and, and and even the um what if series of all these different multiverses, like a strange. So I think once you introduce that, it, it could be a very complex thing, but I think, um, I think Ant-Man is going to be a great introduction to this, to this villain. Um, I know Kings will be, he's going to be a very integral part to this new style Avengers. And I think it's going to give the, this new Avengers team, because we still don't know who all going to be on this new team. Right. But it's going to give them an opportunity to like, combat this this uh this, this intergalactic threat so this movie gives me i mean the, the the director's right this movie gives me big like avenger vibes it gives me it gives me the vibe that ant-man's gonna be an integral part of this new team um and even the movie like in the trailer you see him with his newfound fame which is funny because like i remember in in endgame we, you know he's trying to uh, the Hulk is getting the autograph is giving autographs out to these two little kids and like he's like oh you know hey you want autograph for me i'm 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 Scott Lang and they don't give a shit. So, so to yeah. see that to, and mature to this movie where he's kind of like this, like universal, like fan loved, uh, hero. Um, I, I I'm looking, I want to see the, the maturation of his character and like the, uh, this new star level fame for, for this character too. So now this movie, it seems like it's very, very box office. It's going to give us, uh, Avenger, Avenger style vibes. I will be surprised if you see a, a, a random Avenger in the movie as well. Yeah, I'm hoping we do. You know, and I think just kind of playing off what you said, like, you know, since Endgame, Scott Lang has become kind of a celebrity. He is a author. He has a book out. It's called Look Out for the Little Guy. He's a podcaster, as we learned in uh, Miss Marvel. Shall uh, I share a scene from the yeah, trailer? Go ahead. Sure. Take a look at the trailer images. Um, you know, he's definitely embracing the celebrity and, and being a hero and like telling his side of the story from what happened in Endgame. And uh, yeah, I think this movie, uh, you know, I, it's, I think it's going to be a different kind of Ant-Man movie. I think we both, we all liked 
the first couple of Ant-Man movies, but I think this is definitely an elevation. Like it's going, it's leading to something big right off the bat. And I, that's a cool, cool thing to wait to, to start off phase five. And not only is it the first film of phase five, it's the 31st film overall. And, you know, recently we, we reviewed or we ranked rather the first 30 movies. So to see how we ranked the, the first 30 movies, click on the description below. You can check it out. The link is there. You can check it out. Please, uh, you know, watch it. See what you think about our rankings. And also recently we did an MCU character draft where we, we put all the characters from the MCU into a sports style draft. We selected teams. Unfortunately, none of us won. But uh, go back and check that out. We appreciate that also. Frank and, was pretty close, though. Frank was yeah, pretty close. Frank was second. Yeah, so it's a good job, Frank. Um, Yay. So as we get into talk about the trailer, I just want to note, like, if you haven't seen the trailer, we we have the trailer linked below. We're not going to have the trailer. We're not going to be playing it live. We've had some copy claim issues in the past. So um, if you want to watch the trailer, check it out. It's in the description below. Wait till after this, or actually go watch the trailer, come back to this, and then, you know, get our, our thoughts on it. But it's out there. So we're just going to do, like, a kind of like the trailer in pictures, if you will. So, yeah, we have Scott Lang here. He's a, he's a celebrity showing up on the red carpet. And uh, Brittany can keep going with the slides. Can I just say, not a fan of Hope's haircut. Doesn't do a thing for her. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, you know, the movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. But this trailer did not have a lot of Wasp in it. Like, just here <laughs> and there. Like, she is very much a sidekick and very much on the side, it, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So so here we've got, uh, this is Cassie Lang again. Catherine Newton is the third actress to play the character. Uh, I'm not familiar with her, so uh, with Catherine Newton. So we'll see. I, the trailer, she looks, you know, looks like she could play the part. Definitely seems like she would be, you know, Paul Rudd's daughter or something. So is I wonder she following? why she changed the characters. I mean, she, I mean, change the actresses to play that role. Because of the age jumping. But like it, it would seem like the one that played Cassie the second time in Endgame would be of yeah. age. That's yeah, that's what, a good point. What, three years ago, four yeah. years ago now. Yeah, yeah. But like with this depiction of Cassie, it looks like she's walking out of a jail holding cell, right? Like, right. Following in her dad's footsteps, and you right. know, being being a Lang, if you will. And I, and if so, what is she doing? What is she up to? Mm-hmm. Very curious. Yeah. Yeah, is she hoping to become like the world's greatest grandma at some point? Like, <laughs> just, but, just curious. You know, we, we talked about her age, and her age is definitely a big part of the storyline, it seems, from the trailer. The trailer yeah. basically, you know, Kang is bargaining with Ant Man to, you know, do something to go to basically do his bidding, and the thing he can offer Scott Lang in return is time. And, Scott Lang wants to go back and, you know, get that, those lost years that he lost, you know, whether he was in prison or from what happened in Endgame where we had the time jump, he wants to like recapture those moments that were lost. Um, I definitely think it's the time lost from when he was in the quantum realm, you know, the five, what felt like five hours for him, but really was five years. I mean, he loves his daughter more than anything. And I think for him to, have lost out on all those years. I think that's probably what it is that he's trying to get back. And of course, Kang is going to be the guy to say, Hey, I can do that. Just give me what I want. And what is it that Kang wants? 
have no idea. I mean, it it, it would seem so to me that Kane got what he wanted after what um, Loki's uh, um, Sylvie. Yeah, after Sylvie killed killed him, because mm -hmm. by the time at the end of Loki, he's like literally a conqueror, has a statue in his honor, and he's all these timelines now. So yeah. it, it is interesting to see what else he wants that Scott can even offer him. Um, for sure. Yeah, I look I look forward to that for sure. So. Yeah, I so mean, go ahead, Justin. No, I was going to say, so here we're seeing uh, Cassie has come up with some kind of uh, contraption to, it's basically a satellite to stay in contact with the quantum realm. And this, this MacGuffin is, in the trailer, it appears to be the way that Ant-Man and, and everyone gets uh, sucked into the, the quantum realm. As you do. Right, right. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. Yep, here we are. This is kind of like yep. if, if you're if you're a Harry Potter fan out here, this looks like you're being sucked down with the port key. If y'all know what the port keys are, um, you're my people. Love you. <laughs> Very much so. Yep. There's Cassie. <laughs> Harvey. Yep. She's being transported to a whole other dimension. Yep. So this Here's... is just incredible. Yeah, you see a lot of like like clock kind of shapes and stuff when as you know as this is kind of playing. It's uh, it's interesting to see you know exactly where this is in the quantum realm, or is it is everything just the quantum realm, or they're like does King have his own like city or something or country? I, I don't know. I, I'll be interested to see what happens. I wonder with all this uh, quantum stuff that's going on. Um, cause I, I, I'm gonna imagine that world's gonna like. Timeline's gonna collide and get destroyed and get intertwined. I wonder if we get a clue of like Fantastic Four, maybe X Men, maybe a character from one of those, um, those fabrics of a uh, reality. Makes Perhaps maybe see Loki. Yeah, maybe yeah, Loki, maybe Selby. Something that that shows us that yeah, these timelines are really like getting intertwined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the likelihood of maybe seeing uh, another. Avenger, if you will, is is probably very likely given this is like overlapping, like what Frank said. Um, but this whole kind of space here, I don't know, in a way, kind of gives me Asgard vibes. Um, yep. Probably just kind of like like this pyramid type uh, structure, if you will, that we see here. But I don't know. It's I mean, it, this this whole clip looks like it just keeps going on and on and on. Like there really is no end it's like an infinity <laughs> infinity just kidding. <laughs> yeah as we said frankie said a second ago like there's there's multiple variants of people and here we see you know two ant-man or two scott langs and i mean at one point you see him running with like hundreds of them it, appear, it appears so I, i'm interested to see how that all plays out with the variants and um I don't know. It's it's really it's it's a mystery to discover what that's all about. Um, or maybe imagine? maybe Kane may try to make deals with like the other I don't know five hundred Ant Mans and they failed and now he's trying Ant Man number five hundred one. Um, I don't know. It, it it is interesting that this all that all those Ant Mans you saw in the trailer really caught my attention about maybe those are all failed like wishes that King had that he just couldn't he couldn't achieve. 
Yeah. I like that theory. I like that theory a lot because the universe that we're dealing in currently is, what is it, 636? 616. 616. Yeah, 616. So, yeah, I like that idea that maybe this Ant-Man is going to be the Ant-Man that fulfills Kang's desire. If I say desires, that just sounds wrong, but, you know, fulfills Kang's... um, His wishes. That sounds bad, too, but, well, that's far less worse than desires. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. (laughs) Well, you know, um, so this is the second trailer, but there was a there was kind of a trailer that was released here in Comic-Con that wasn't released to the public. It was only released to the people who were at Comic-Con, like in the Hall H or whatever in San Diego. And a lot of people said that there was a part in the, that trailer where Kang looks at Ant-Man. And he's like, haven't I killed you before? Or he asked him that, or he says something to that effect. So um, I thought we were going to get that in this trailer because I feel like that that's what explains a lot of this, you know, mm. um, I don't know. Would have given away. Go ahead. All I was going to say is just that probably would have given too much away. You know what I mean? Yeah. To have that as a confirmation. Yeah. I mean, I did think this trailer definitely kind of laid out the story. What did y'all think? Like, as far as like, here's how it starts. Scott Lang's life is awesome. He's a hero. Uh oh. His daughter has a plan. She wants to help people in the quantum realm. Oh, it backfires. Now they're sucked in the quantum realm. And now he meets this guy Kang who Janet Van Dyne who apparently was in the quantum realm for 30 years knows who this guy is knows that he's bad news she's like hey you can't trust him Scott's like I don't care what he's offering me is too good to pass up and then obviously we see the double cross by Kang or or whatever leads to that I feel like they laid it out for us I mean obviously there's going to be a lot of twists and turns and surprises but uh, I liked how it was very straightforward I feel like um I don't know. I feel like they maybe gave a little bit too much away, but I feel like they also established what the hell this movie is about because we've known about this movie for a long time. The title Quantum Mania. And now I have a much better idea. Okay, this is what this is. And it's it's setting up uh, you know, the King Dynasty movie that's you know three or four years down the road. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think when you have a structured story and even to show that in the trailer um will help audience follow what's going to happen in the story and obviously it wouldn't be a marvel if there wasn't twists and turns of course uh, i just hope that the finale of the movie will like hold up you know there always seems to be like like a third act problem yeah and that's i think that's where i would be mostly concerned yeah when this movie uh, ends I don't think we're going to have that problem with this movie, especially because I mean, not only do I think Jonathan Majors is going to be a great villain. I think it's going to be like the empire strikes back where the villain is going to win. The bad guys Uh. are going to win. And so the third act will not suffer from any kind of problems. I think it'll be, I don't know. I'm pretty high on this movie now. After after that trailer we watched last night, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's talk about Kang. I mean, look at him. I mean, the, to echo again what I said earlier, what Frank said in our group chat, this is the year of Jonathan Majors, and I I loved him. The short bit that we got him in Loki, I was completely enamored by this man, and I I knew that he was in, uh, what was that show, Love, Lovecraft Country. I never watched it. John watched it, and he said really great things about it, and knowing that 
Jonathan Majors performed well in that show. So now for him to cross into the MCU and the kind of role that he's been given and knowing that we're going to get a lot of him is really exciting. And I'm, I, I can't wait just, I can't wait to see just how manipulative he's going to be even in this movie. Frank, your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, the kid has had a meteoric, a meteoric rise to say the least, like Lovecraft country came out during COVID 2020 immediate hit. And I think once the this, this series ended, um, you got buzz that he, he signed on with Marvel <laughs> like immediately, immediately after. So they probably started shooting maybe like nine, 10 months, after after the inclusion of Lovecraft Country. So I've never seen an actor before. Um, I saw parts of Lovecraft Country. Possibly it was hard to watch because of the, the historical context of racism and the sci-fi aspect. I mean, but it, it, I mean, it, it looked really good. But to see to see him sign sign on Marvel and to get that 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 Creed three de- uh, debut with um, Michael B. Jordan, like it just shows the testament of this kid's talent. It's hard work and determination, man, and uh, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I really am. The, the transformation, the physical transformation he has. Um, he, he did this, this this western this western movie with uh, Idris Elba and a bunch of other black actors on Netflix, which I really love. And like, I watched it the other night, and I'm looking at him, his body. Like, he's, he's a slender guy in that movie, and Lovecraft Country, and this guy's like a freaking bodybuilder. So, in this movie, and in, in, in the trailer for Creed as well. So. I hope he sticks around for a long time um, in this series, and I think he's going. I think his impact is going to be something serious um, for, uh, for for the future of this phase. I wonder in this movie, you know, we obviously are going to see multiple variations of or variants of Ant Man. I wonder how many variants of Kang we're going to see, or, or are we only going to see this one character? I'd imagine that because this is supposed to be like a multiverse saga that. We're going to see variations of Kang. It, it would seem wrong to not show variants of Kang, but I think this is the one Kang that we really need to be concerned about, like as the big bad. Right. Um, because we know from what we saw with Loki that obviously the acts of Sylvie led to different branches of time being uh, broken out from the original time, time frame. And I'd imagine that though all those have different Kangs as well, but Kang the Conqueror is the one that you know we're probably going to be focusing on. I don't know anything about anything, but that's just my guess. Yeah, no, it's a good guess. I mean, this Kang definitely se- seems more menacing. Um, I know when we saw him in Loki, he was like this happy-go-lucky, you know, don't kill me guy. Knowing he had internal motives, but um, he seems very menacing, and he seems like he's gonna. Fuck some shit up, and I can't wait to see it. Um, really excited about that. Like, we're, and, we're here for the toxicity. Oh, all day, every day. I mean, my soul is Damon Targaryen's to have, so this, this is who I am. But um, I am, I am slightly surprised that Marvel is giving um, Ant Man the Kang. Like, like this is like a like the property of Ant Man is a major, major character now dealing with a major, major villain. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. I know Kang is an Avengers villain. He's also Avengers. He's also a villain of the Fantastic Four as well. So to see this is going to be interesting. Yeah, and he's a descendant of the Fantastic Four, or I guess of Reed Richards. So that'll be interesting. Like you said earlier, if, if we're going to see, uh, you know, maybe some reference to Reed Richards, who I guess is his great 
great grandfather or I'm not sure. Interesting. That was mentioned. I think that was mentioned. Uh, was that mentioned in Loki or maybe I'm just. No, I, I read that in the comic book version. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Let's keep on yeah. going, y'all. Very cool. So, so this image here, it's kind of blurry, <laughs> but if you look in the background, you see that yep. big head? That is um, that is Modoc. So it sure is. Yeah, Modoc, which uh, you know, of course, we all know this stands for mechanic. Me- it's either mobile or mechanized organism designed only for killing. So, of course, we all knew that. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I did enjoy the uh, Hulu series of Modoc, which came out a couple years ago. Um, it, I mean, it was like a claymation, yeah, an, animation kind of show. But uh, yeah, so Modoc is is going to be played by Corey Stoll, who, if you're familiar with the Ant Man films, he played Yellow Jacket in uh, was it Yellow Jacket? Yeah, it was Yellow Jacket. Yeah, Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in Ant Man One. So that's hilarious. I, I wonder how. Is that comics accurate, Frank? Where Yellow Jacket becomes Modoc, or is that no? This is a popular, re- a popular recast. Yeah. I Again, wonder, multiverse. Yeah, right. I understand. It's just like it's weird that you're introducing a, you know, another Avengers level uh, villain with a an Ant Man, you know, former Ant Man villain. It's a kind of a weird, you know, weird way to go. But. Uh, Anyway, that's that was the first when I saw that I was like, is that Modoc back there? I was like, because there's another shot later on that's a better shot of Modoc, but you mm-hmm. don't see who the actor is. So is he just a head? Like, I mean, he's, he's, he's a, a giant, giant head. head. Yeah, he's a giant head. Has like kind of like tentacle kind of uh, arms and legs. Oh, because it doesn't look like that at all. Here, it's just like a head and a helmet. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's quite disturbing. Moving on from that. Oh, the lovely couple of. Hank Janet Van Dyne and, yep. and Janet Van Dyne. Love seeing these two. Yeah, and, and Janet Van Dyne, she, she does have you know some lines in this trailer, but it seemed like the first trailer had more to do with her character because, as I mentioned earlier, Bill Murray is in this movie, and Bill Murray's character has history with her character um, from the time in the quantum realm. So, like history, I think so. I'm, I'm oh. not sure. We'll have to we'll have to find out, but it seems like that's kind of the way they're pointing. So interested to find out very much so i mean i guess if you spend 30 years in the quantum quantum realm i mean you gotta gotta pass time somehow just saying just saying but bill murray okay sure we'll go with that everyone's gotta laugh yep here's ant-man just kind of flying through the quantum realm Mm -hmm. cool shot with the helmet on i definitely think the ant-man the more they show him he looks cooler you know like when you put him up with the original Avengers, he kind of like is like you know not the cool guy, <laughs> but uh, you know now he's on his own, so uh, he's kind of uh, the glow up, I guess, is what I would say. I wouldn't say glow up, but well, as a, as like a, as a hero, like he's okay. He's becoming. I mean, who knows with this new Avengers group? I mean, I don't think he's going to be the leader of the of the team, but I think he'll be a senior member. Depending on what happens, maybe Ant Man dies in this movie. I'm not sure. I, oh, I hope not. I mean, he gets really big. I mean, we we know that much. He he can become giant Ant Man at, exactly. at one point. So here's the oh, this is a cool shot. Yeah, 
yeah, the wasp kind of flies in at a certain point. This is toward the end of the trailer, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm guessing she makes some kind of a uh, move to help save Ant Man or save someone in general. Yeah. So ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, here's Modok. Yeah, in action. <laughs> this is more like the Modok that was in the uh, the Hulu series. Um, He's got his hands out, like, "Are you not entertained?" Yeah. Just kidding. So that yeah, looking forward to seeing how they explain that character. Frank, how familiar are you with with Modok in as a character overall? To be honest, I'm not really familiar with him. Like I I, I remember as a kid, I watched episodes of X Men, and there was an episode or two that he was he was in there, um, as like this. I think he's a he's a multiversal villain where he has like a TV show and he steals heroes from other like multiversal timelines and he puts them in them to make them fight. And he caught Wolverine one episode and they had a fight or whatever. But that was pretty much it. I don't know much about him as far as the comic book, the comic book version. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I literally know nothing. I did not watch MODOK like Justin did. Um, but the fact that they were getting a recast of, of Yellow Jacket as MODOK is freaking hilarious to me. So looking forward to that. Yeah. So this is toward the end where we see uh, Kang and uh, Ant Man fighting. And uh, Kang has like a super suit. Is that correct, Frank? He has like a exoskeleton yeah, kind of deal or something. Yeah, he gives him super strength. I don't know right. if it gives him super in- uh, intellectual abilities. He, he's a very smart, like he's, I mean, he's right. the same Richards. And this, there's been rumors that he's like the smartest villain in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely up there when it comes to intellect and super strength. Anyway, so we we see the we see his side of it. Then the next slide we see uh, we see Ant Man, worse for wear, beaten up. This yeah. is uh, toward the end where in the trailer, uh, Kang says, "Hey, you didn't think you could win," and Ant Man says, "I don't have to win. We just both have to lose." So, um, interested to find out what that means. I don't know if he's trying to like mm-hmm. kill them both or something or. Uh, I don't know. I thought this trailer was like epic. Like honestly, like it was like wow. This is. I was not expecting it to feel like another Avengers type movie. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens. And then, yeah, and for it to be like an Ant Man movie and feel like an Avengers movie, or potentially feel like a, I mean, for sure, it feels like an Avengers movie from the trailer alone. Yeah. So I've got uh, I've got a little bit of high hopes now for Ant Man, and um, I hope I'm not let down. Because, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of the Ant Man movies. They're entertaining. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I hope I'm not let down. I hope this will be the movie that like really changes my opinion about Ant Man as character and yeah. whatnot. Here's the final thing we see with Kang. He's got his super suit firing uh, from his hands. Uh, Fire! Definitely looks cool. Uh, in the trailer. Frank referenced this before. I couldn't really get a good shot of it because it's a, such an action shot, but Kang like stomps on Ant-Man's helmet and like crushes it. And you get a cool shot of from the helmet. You see it's cracked and you see like Ant-Man looking up at Kang and uh, that's a cool shot. So uh, looking forward to uh, seeing that battle on the big screen. Do you think we'll have a lot of interactions between Kang and Ant-Man or the interactions that we see in the trailers, like literally all that we're going to get? No, I think we're going to get more. Okay. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, I think especially from what it looks like, he's 
he's trying to give him an offer. And I, I think we're going to see MM more through that offer and like try to, you know, get a second chance, which is kind of selfish because does, Kate, does Cassie want that? Cassie's a grown ass woman now. <laughs> does she want to go back to being a kid? Or do you, I mean, I wonder if he considers Cassie's feelings in, in all of this as well. Or does that mean sending Scott Lang into a timeline where Cassie is still like a little girl and he could go and be with her in that timeline as a little girl? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where when we started getting into the whole multiverse of things and it starts becoming a little messy because it's just kind of hard to follow. Like, what what do you actually follow when it comes with regards to like time travel and things like that? Right. I mean, Endgame, I think Endgame did a pretty good job with like trying to explain it. But at the same time, there's like still holes that yeah. not everything matches up or lines up very well. So it's curious if if like what Frank is saying is true. You know, does Cassie want to go back five years prior so that Scott could get his his time back with her? Or, you know, what does it mean that he, he leaves that multiverse into a different multiverse to get that time back. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. And then why would Cassie want that? If her dad's leaving her and you you place her you place in that timeline with a different Scott that she mm-hmm. doesn't really know, why would she want that? Yeah. I like the multiverse aspect of I mean I think the multiverse just sounds like an interesting like thought or theory or whatever. Cause like you know there's basically like imagine like there's some universe where the three of us instead of being podcasters are superheroes or something. Who knows like that would be yes. cool, right? But when you introduce time travel, that's when it kind of gets wonky. Cause like multivert, like there's like, there's multiple versions of us living in these infinite worlds or whatever at the same time. But then like, whenever you're like, well, I'd like to go to this world, but I'm going to go back in time, 15 years or 10 years or whatever. That's when it kind of gets me off, like off track. I'm not sure if I'm on board with that. So um, hopefully the time travel in this movie is explained and isn't like too silly for lack of a better word. Because it's already kind of confusing as it is, because like with Endgame, yeah. everything is five years in five years in the future. Exactly. So now all the other movies have to be in five years in the future. Right. Then like some movies start where like oh three years prior to the future or two years after the blip and one year before the blip. It's kind of yeah. like it, it creates this confusion with all the other movies. Yeah. Um so I, I just I hope that they find a way to stabilize the timeline to where everything's the same going to this new phase, even after Kang. Yeah, there's got to be a reset coming. and Maybe, maybe it's this movie. It, it seems like this would be a good opportunity to do that. Perhaps. But it, it just hit me. I think I, I remember reading somewhere that the year that Endgame happened is the year that we're in now. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it's five that's years. Well. Yep, that's yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. yep. So that's, that's crazy to think about. Um, but I love you. It is that is life, and that's time for you. So I, I don't know. I want to pose the question to you guys. Uh, two questions, actually. If given the opportunity to gain back time, would you do it? Would you strike a bargain with, you know, Kang the Conqueror, and get back time? Frank, go ahead. <gasps> but, I, I think the dog answered for him. No. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I, I wouldn't. I love my life the way it is. I was poor. <laughs> hey, stop. That, see, CJ says the same thing, too. He's like, disagrees. Yeah. Oh, he's like, I want more time. I want more time with dad. Oh, 
Justin. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would because it's like I'm, I'm not getting any younger. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I guess like, I mean, why not? Like, who who would pass it? I mean, now, granted, you're like, if someone offered you that, you're like, okay, that's not real. It's not going to happen. But yeah, sure, why not? Take a chance. Sure. What about you? I think I'm a little drawn between the two. It's it's kind of like I I like where I'm at in life you know, knowing the things that I know now than I did, let's say five years ago or 10 years ago or what have you. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of things I think I would have liked to have done when I was younger. If I had the means and the opportunities right. to go in and explore the world more or just try, try different things in general. I, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm happy where I'm at in life. Of course, I, I, there's definitely no regrets. I would have liked to have had a, a dog sooner in my life because wow, y'all, like if you don't have a, a beloved animal in your life, you need to get one because it makes your life that much better. Uh, but yeah, I, I would, I would definitely have liked to have had done more when I was younger, but it's okay. I, I don't think I would rather, I don't think I would bargain with an evil villain just to get time in general. But uh, the second question I, I have for y'all, and I don't know if this was planned in your notes, Justin, but predictions, what are your predictions for the movie with regards to, uh, let's say people either sacrificing themselves or making it out alive? What are your thoughts? Whoever wants to go first. Frank, you go ahead. Uh, I think Hank Pym dies. I I think That's a good one. Yeah. he's going to be the ultimate sacrifice. I think he saves Hope in some form of fashion and Ant-Man, and I think he sacrifices himself. And I think that's when you really see, like, Scott Lang. I mean, even though he, he is the man of Ant-Man, but I think right. that's going to officially, with him dying, make him the official only Ant-Man around because you, you still have the scientific intellect of Hank Pym around. I think I think he's going to be gone. It's going to be all be on Scott Lang and, um, and Hope. Okay. That's that's a good one. Uh, that's a really just, good. No, that's a really good. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And if you, and I, I, in both of the trailers they've released, Hank Pym is so like downplayed. Like he is not that he's huge in the movies e- anyway, but like he's such a like afterthought that that's such a good one for, you know, if you're going to get rid of a character or have a death, that would be a surprising one because no one's even thinking about him. So that, that's a that's a good one, Frank. Um, I think my prediction is I think Ant-Man is going to get trapped in the quantum realm or something. And I think that he'll either get trapped or he will die and only to return for, you know, secret wars or whatever uh, is down the road. But yeah, I think Ant-Man will be taking a break after this, after this yeah. movie. I mean, not, not too long. Cause you know, we're going to have a couple of Avengers movies here in the next three or four years. So uh, we'll see him again, but I think we'll, we're going to be made to believe that he, either was you know died or he was banished somewhere okay yeah so i i would hope that we wouldn't lose ant-man to any capacity just because it's his movie and that would be really unfortunate that he'd either die or get trapped in his own movie uh but it's happened it's happened before obviously so i i would hope that wouldn't be repeated for this movie I do think we're going to lose someone. Um, the great prediction for Hank Pym. I kind of want to say that it might be Janet. I mean, she was already trapped in there for you know so many years, and it just seemed it would seem appropriate for her to kind of go back and like 
maybe finish whatever it is that she started over there. If she's got beef with Kang and or and or Bill Murray's character, whoever he may be, um, it would just seem a little poetic for her to go back and and die in a quantum realm and save everyone to get out from there. I do think uh, there will be something with Kang, of course, either kind of like what Justin, you were saying with maybe Scott Lang being trapped in there. I think there's going to be something where Kang maybe just, he somehow makes it out of the quantum realm and goes into a different multiverse. Uh, He may encounter himself in a different multiverse, but like I said, I think this Kang, the Conqueror is like the one that we need to watch out for. This is, this is the, big bad despite whatever variants we may get this is all speculation of course but uh yeah those are my predictions for ant-man and the wasp quantumania very cool and you know the the next thing after ant-man is going to be secret invasion now we don't know exactly when but it's supposedly spring you know at some point probably i would say maybe maybe in march or so maybe march or april and uh i'm not sure if uh Quantum Mania will lead into Secret Innovation exactly with the, with the storyline, but you're going to have that coming after it. At some point later this year, we're going to have Loki Season 2, which would, would make sense for the next Yay! time we see Kang or somebody uh, you know, uh, turn up again. So, uh, Because the movie directly following uh, this movie is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I think is going to be a separate... I mean, it's obviously in the MCU, but I think they're, they're going to be finishing that Guardian story with James Gunn. I don't yeah. think you're going to see a lot of crossover with other characters. So probably not. Yeah. So anyway, those are our thoughts. Check out the trailer again. I, I'm going to watch it a few more times. I've, uh, I've really enjoyed this one and I'm excited that, you know, we have MCU to talk about. So, uh, but Brittany, how can people tell us what they think about us on social media? Well, by joining us here on our live streams, as we discuss these topics and anything else that you all want to discuss live chat is the best place to chat with us. Do you want to give another quick shout out to uh, Nick and Claire from all the way from the UK walking with the woods. Appreciate y'all being here. They enjoyed the trailer. They said it was awesome. So needless to say, they're looking forward to the movie. So that's awesome. But you can also follow us here on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that like button, leave a comment, but also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Watchers Basement. Use the same hashtag to help grow our audience. We are on the road to 300 subscribers. And at time of recording, we're at 208. So that's amazing. We hit 200 subscribers before the end of 2022. So let's get to 300 subscribers before, I don't know, mid-2023, y'all. Does that sound good? Like, I, I think that's a reasonable request. So let's do it, y'all. And lastly, we also have audio podcasts available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks to Anchor.fm. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Back to you, Justin. Thanks, Brittany. So for for Brittany, for Frank, this is Justin saying we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Bye-bye.